You're listening to the Sporting Heroes podcast. My name's Matt Jones and in the studio uh, for this episode, I am joined by somebody who has the boxing world at her feet. She's hoping to follow in the footsteps of the likes of Tasha Jonas, uh, Nicola Adams and many, many more as well. It's a warm welcome to Birkenhead boxer Chloe Watson. Good afternoon. Uh, Great to have you back in. Uh, So let's talk about uh, your career first of all. How did you end up getting into boxing? Um... Well, it's a funny story. I always like to explain it, to be fair. Um, I've got a twin brother, so I used to always just fight with him. And um, and then in the end, I think me mum and my dad were like, well, we've, we've got to get him in, into a boxing gym or something. He's getting beat up by his sister. Little <laughs> did they know I was just good at fighting. But um, So they, they took him to the boxing gym first. And then he come back and he, he was saying, oh, you'd love it. You must have only been a... Was been young, about seven or something, maybe six, and then so then I I asked if I could go, and the look on on my dad's face when I come to the door and said, "You're not taking me." He was a bit like, "What?" But um, yeah, I managed to get round him, and he took me, and then ever since I've 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 been at the gym. Um, I walked into Bacon Adventure Boxing Club, and I've never left. So you're a natural fighter. I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> so how does your brother compare now? Uh, well, he's a lot bigger than me now, so I wouldn't really get on, get on the wrong side of him. But um, I still think I'd give him a good run for his money. So <laughs> I'm sure you would. Uh, so you've been boxing then since the age of six or seven, and you've been under the wing of the likes of uh, Danny Kelly and, and Sean Trodden over uh, in Birkenhead before moving on to the GB team. <coughs> How good a grounding was that adventure? Oh, it's good. I think not only have I learned a, a lot of boxing lessons and I've, I've grown as like a boxer in the ring, I think I've also grown as a person outside the ring. I think being in, in, in that environment at such a young age, um, it's just, it's, it's the best thing for you. I think, I think I'd advise any kids or anyone to get in that kind of environment, even if you wasn't looking to go on and box like for the rest of your life. Um, I think I've just learned so much and being like, under, under their wing and um, and they've done a lot for me. And I've been down to that gym to do interviews when classes have been going on and, and when Sean and Danny have been running sessions, be it for adults, be it for kids, and it's always absolutely booming in there. Yeah, it is. It's always chocker. Um, especially the kids' class, it's always it's flying, to be honest with you. And then even the adults' class, there's always some good sessions going on there. So it's it, it just good to be. Sometimes like when, when I do go away up Sheffield and I do come back, it's nice to have a good session at home and just get back to like where it all started. So you've been boxing there for over 10 years now. Um, how have perceptions to female boxing changed during that time? Because you mentioned the look on your dad's face when you first said, I want to go and give it a go. How, how have perceptions changed during that time? Um, a lot, I'd say. Uh, when I first went into the gym, obviously I was just going. I didn't even see a future in, in boxing. I didn't even realise that girls didn't even box. I didn't see that as an obstacle. But as I did grow in the sport and I did begin to think, actually, do you know what? I want to fight. Like, so I'd go up to Sean and I'd say, Sean, are you going to get me a fight? And he'd always kind of shrug it off, do you know what I mean? Because in the back of his head, I think he thought, oh, there's no really, like, there's no one out there, do you know what I mean? Um, so it was all the first to get fights and even to get, like, noticed and get and for a fight, to be honest with you. Because it was a bit like, oh, you're... Like, maybe it was just a bit like, oh, you're a girl and there's not many people out there. But I think once we did get the ball rolling and I won my first championships in 2013, it just took off from then for me. And that was just after um, the 2012 Olympics. So I think that was a big thing for me because then there was opportunities out there and people didn't look at female boxing as, oh, it's not going anywhere. They looked at it as, 
oh, this is going somewhere, look, it's in the Olympics now and you can do this and you can do that. And it created them opportunities, which created fights, which created where I am now. So, And I guess as well, because of the Olympics and the success that the likes of Nicola Adams had and Katie Taylor and your sporting hero, who we'll mention in a moment or two, people have looked at female boxers and, and they've become household names, haven't they? Yeah, they have. I mean, every time you mention like boxing or some female boxing to someone, they'll they'll be the first to mention, like you just said, Natasha Jonas or Nicola Adams. Um, I think they created, they create, they did create um, a good image for female boxing in the 2012 Olympics, which then grew in the 2016, and then and then now in 2020. So when they were first trying to get you fights or you were first trying to get fights was it hard to find another uh, female to fight have you ever had to be put in a ring with a lad for instance it was sparring all the time when I first started I mean there wasn't really that many girls in the gym now it's nice I go in there and there's just as many girls as there's boys and they're taken just as seriously as the boys will be they'll get the sparring the sparring among the lads the sparring um, they're getting the same attention and I think at first it was it was just just hard to get that to get to get that because there was like I said there was nothing really that female boxing could do or go so but um yeah it, it it was hard to get it was hard to get fights I'd done a lot of sparring with lads never boxed a lad but um I'd fought my brother a lot <laughs> so I was I was always up for a good fight with a lad <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's just talk a little bit about your career aspirations then before we get on to your sporting hero you've already won uh, numerous titles at amateur level do you still see a future for you over the next two or three years at amateur before deciding to turn pro? Um, yeah, 100%. Like I said, um, I'd never um, f- even think about turning pro unless I was to uh, fulfil my dream of becoming an Olympic champion, which is um, definitely up and coming. So, so, so yeah, so I feel for me, it's, it's getting that first before ever, um, even thinking about turning pro. But like I said, that's definitely, that's definitely um, my hopes too. And Tokyo is on the horizon, if not Tokyo, Paris. Yeah, that's the one. Paris would be great. Get all the family over on the Eurostar. <laughs> or both. <laughs> a bit easier to get to. <laughs> both would be great. Uh, just uh, quickly, just talk us through what, what the hope or what the chances are of going to Tokyo then. Um, so you have to get selected by the coaches up at Sheffield um, to go to the qualifiers. The qualifiers are early next year. And there'll be two, so there'll be one early next year and then a couple of months after. Um, the first one's actually in London, so it would be great to get to that one because I'd have all the support from my family, my friends. It's only it's only up the road, really, considering from where it could be. Um, so that's my hopes to 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 get to get along to that one. Then obviously you've got to qualify. So let's get on to your sporting hero. We've already mentioned some of the huge names in female boxing, and I'm assuming it's one that you're going to go for. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my sporting hero, it's got to be for me, uh, Natasha Jonas. Um, just because I feel like she's done a lot for the sport, especially when I first got into it and I was struggling to kind of see where I could go with it. I was just in the gym just for a good little fight, to be fair. Um, she actually went to the same school as me, whether I high school, and the school actually actually brought it in. So she come in and she, she'd always come in and have a few chats with me and tell me, like, this is what you can do, this is where you can go. And she'd come in with like her GB tracksuit on and stuff, and I, and she'd explain the GB setup. So from then, she just she just implanted that um that dream for me, cause I cause she showed me what 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 you what you can do, where you can go, and um and I haven't stopped, like I haven't stopped trying to achieve it, and and now now where I am, and and I give a lot of thanks to it because I feel like I wouldn't have really knew 
the opportunity. I would have just been been in the gym just to fight. I wouldn't have been in there knowing where I can go. So we've already talked a little bit about how perceptions of uh, female boxing have changed even over the last eight years since uh, London 2012. When you are taking those steps in a sport which in terms of female boxing maybe doesn't have the profile as male boxing how important is it to have that role model like Tasha Jonas to look up to yeah it's very important like I said like I didn't I didn't have a clue like I really didn't I was just in the gym just because I loved it so when she come in and she told me this this is what you can do um it just really made me get focused and not only just in the gym but it also made me get focused in school as well which is one of the reasons why the teachers brought me in um they kind of used that as like a, as like a oh if you be good like you know we'll get Tasha to come back in again and stuff and and that was great for me because then it made it made me f- have a lot of focus in school that I also took to the gym so it it, it was great for me and um, it like really helped me a lot. So she was the first ever British female boxer to box in the Olympics, which is something that can never get taken away from her. Sadly, didn't win a medal in London, but she did win the bronze at the World Championships in 2012. She's got European Championship medals as well. And then has since turned pro and won nine of her 10 fights. It's, it's a phenomenal record. Yeah, it is. It is. It's just, it just growing. And she just, she's been there from the start and she's helping it grow. And she's, she's done a lot for the sport. So what's she like as a person? She's she's sick to be fair. <laughs> um, like I said, when she'd come into the school and stuff, and she'd have chats and that, we'd just sit there and just chat for ages, and she'd just tell me like she just she she had belief in me as well. Like she'd come in and give me her first Great Britain vest, and she said to me, "Now all I'm asking for return is your first Great Britain vest." And you know that always stayed with me, and I was always thankful for that. So when I was training and stuff, and when I'd have them them opportunities to go up to the GB setup and stuff, and all selections, I was thinking, oh yes, I'm finally going to get this vest to give back to Tasha. So um, and I did get to do that, and it was it, it was good to be able to give back, like what she said five maybe five years before. So yeah. So where have you got that vest now? The one that she gave you? Um, I've got that in my room. Yeah, with all with all my trophies and stuff. So, so somewhere in your house, as you mentioned, there is a, a Tasha Jonas uh, vest, and somewhere in her house, she's got one of yours. Yeah, fantastic, a great idol to have. Uh, she came in uh, probably a year, two years ago to pick uh, her sporting hero, but you are the first person who's come in and picked someone who we've previously had on the series uh, to pick uh, them as their sporting hero as well. A brilliant one to have. Uh, so, Chloe, thank you very much for your time, and thank you for picking uh, Tasha Jonas as your sporting hero. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Boxer Chloe Watson joining me on the Sporting Heroes podcast this week. And uh, fingers crossed, she's somebody who can be competing for Great Britain at the Olympic Games in Tokyo 2020. My name's Matt Jones. And if you hit the subscribe button, you'll get a brand new Sporting Heroes podcast in your box every single week.